Hello, and welcome to the official sixth episode of the Erasable Podcast, the only and therefore supreme podcast about pencils. This is Tim, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by two fellows who always provide half the pressure and twice the speed, Johnny Gamber <laughs> and Andy Welfley. Glad hey, to guys. be of service, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I can always rely which on you. Which one is which? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was a, a group effort. I think so. Uh, twice the speed. <laughs> Right. Well, how are you guys doing? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing all right. I am uh, in the throes of preparing for a long trip with a large group of people. Well, not just people. Yeah, children, adolescents, <laughs> teenage people. Yeah, they're not. Pe- they're not people yet. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were people, and now they're not people, and then they will become people once someday. Again. They will be people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, today, uh, before. I'll just kind of preview before we get to our fresh points. We are going to be approaching the topic of pencil sharpeners, which we've gotten tons of questions on basically since we started the podcast. It's one of the most common questions we get. In fact, the two most common questions I get personally uh, relating to pencils in the podcast and the blog are about sharpeners and pencil caps. And we're going to tackle (laughs) one of those. We're going to talk about sharpeners. Uh, The way we'll do that later on is that each of us will go through and talk about some of our favorite sharpeners, which, of course, there's going to be some overlap between the three of us. And then whenever we approach the topic of a new – or uh, sorry, we approach a new style of sharpener, like, say, hand sharpeners or burr sharpeners, we'll discuss it at that point. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we want to start, as usual, with our fresh points. And Andy, would you get us started? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's funny. We are just talking about, you know, high schoolers or I guess in your case middle schoolers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, eighth graders, eighth graders. Yeah. So I actually just on last Friday, uh, spoke to mm-hmm. a high school class about blogging, uh, mostly about like, it was a journalism class and we were just talking about writing online and, and writing for a niche. And I of course used, you know, my wood clinch blog about talking about pencils. And I was super surprised that, uh, pencils are alive and well among high schoolers. I uh, I figured that, you know, everybody was, you know, using pens or, you know, there were a lot of iPads in class, things like that. But, you know, people talked about some of their favorite pencils. They talked about sharpeners. Um, it was a little bit off topic because we were mostly discussing blogging specifically. But I had a lot of, uh, lot of discussions about pencils themselves. So I was, I was pleased to see that. I, uh, I don't know if you, uh, if you're, uh, students, Tim, um, mm-hmm. like, like pencils because, because you like pencils or, you know, if they come to it with kind of a natural interest. <laughs> I, it's actually, I think with middle schoolers, they're still at the age where they think they have to use pencils. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I probably had 10 kids who would ever use pen in class and the rest always had pencils just because they're, you know, they're still young. They're coming out of elementary school and, they don't realize that they have free will and can choose to use pens <laughs> if they want to. Uh-huh. But they are picky about pencils for sure. And th- like not all of them, but some of them are, especially about mechanical pencils for them, just because that's what they prefer yeah. for the most part. But what the ones who do use wood pencils are also really picky about sharpeners, and they hate bad sharpeners. Mm-hmm. They don't understand why they're bad sharpeners, but they hate them. So. That's cool. Hmm. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> So that was fun. It was uh, it was my uh, youngest sister's class. So, I, of course, mm-hmm. being you know a big brother, I had to show a a picture of her as a baby to everybody in my my slide deck. So <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, so now I have 
and memorialize myself memorialize myself as the pencil guy among another you know graduating class so <laughs> um there's worse things to be known for that's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i also uh speaking of pencils um this this past month i was there was a feature about me and this isn't this isn't a humble brag but i just wanted to point it out <laughs> a feature about me in uh, a local um business people magazine i don't exactly know why they chose to uh have me for this article because I'm not your traditional business person. I guess I work at a business. Um, but you know, usually these kind of pictures are those, those ones where, you know, you cross your arms and there's like a blurred out background of an office setting behind you. Yeah. You know, that's the usual (laughs) picture they put with that. But, uh, I wanted to have a little fun. So I just brought like four cigar boxes worth of pencils and, uh, the photographer and I just kind of stood in front of a you know, a clean wall and just, you know, I, at one point I had dozens of pencils kind of fanned out across my face and (laughs) the, uh, the one we ended up going with was, um, I took a, one of my, um, my favorite, uh, triangular golden bears and put it on my upper lip, like a mustache and kind of held that out. And that was, yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah. He, he did a really good job on that. That's the one we, he went with and was nice enough to let me use for my various nefarious purposes so it was did he did he send you any of the other he did and uh, they just yeah they just didn't look like the the best one of me with the pencils fanned out uh made it look like one of the pencils was sticking out of my nose (laughs) just the perspective of it so we i assume that's why we didn't use that but it was uh it was a lot of fun so i i have a link in show notes for that um how to read that and by the way show notes are going to be at erasable.us slash six and that's where you can find uh the episode itself as well as you know notes and links for the uh for the show um kind of my last last fresh point um is actually a little bit of um uh heresy here um i was in contact with a guy named carrie who's really cool and organizes something called fountain pen day do either of you remember this from last year no it was uh yeah, it it was it was something that I think was pretty small. It, this is 2014 is going to be the third year, but basically what he does is on the first Friday of November, um he gets a whole bunch of fountain pen retailers to put their stuff on sale and uh they get a lot of like pen, blo- pen bloggers to write about it. Um and actually uh I got in contact with him and and they just got a new logo this year. He sent me a a button, a really cool um uh, fountain pen day button. So that's a good looking button. Yeah, it's really cool looking. And uh, I'm thinking about, I don't know, I'm thinking about writing about a fountain pen or something uh, on Wood Clinch come November. I can't decide what yet. I have, um, I have a couple that I really like. And I'm thinking about just, you know, maybe just telling their stories. Did you see my, I commented on your Facebook post about that. I don't know if you saw uh, about Diamine has an ink called. Graphite. Oh yes, yes, I saw that. That's mm-hmm. hey, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I'm looking into that. I thought that would just be kind of a, a cool cool thing because I, I usually carry. I'll have a fountain pen with me. I'm taking a Lamy Star, uh, Lamy Ale Star to mm. DC. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be fun to put. Uh, it's an ink that's supposed to look like graphite. I'm not sure if it's the best uh, the best one. There's some other grays that are a lot better. But yeah, maybe it has a little bit of like a metallic look about it, perhaps. Yeah, uh, a little bit. It's a little. I got a feeling it's going to be a little watery. Mm. It won't look like a rich pencil lead, which you know, an ink never will, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> never. 
someday I need to educate myself more about fountain pen inks because I, I have a couple and I really like them, but I just don't know anything about like, you know, if they're watery or if they're thick or what. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I need to find some good articles about that. Yeah. Yeah. They usually just end up all over my fingers and clothes. So they'll still do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that wraps up my, my fresh points. Uh, Johnny. I am next. Awesome. Um, Speaking on pencil sharpeners, um, I learned a valuable lesson the last week or two, and that's that sometimes if you ask for something on Twitter, you will get it. <laughs> um, I was joking with Dixon. I was like, hey, why don't you send me one of those sharpeners? And they were like, hey, send us your address. So it came. Really? It's um, yellow awesome. and green glory. That was fast. Very pretty. Yeah, I, my UPS guy came, and I wasn't expecting a box of diapers or wipes. What's going on? What? So I haven't actually used it yet. I opened it. Um, it's very heavy and very yellow and very green. Mm -hmm. It's 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 pretty. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, Does anybody hear that noise it? real quick? Yeah. Uh, there's like a tapping noise. Is that you, Johnny, fiddling? Oh, that could be. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, I'm actually fiddling with my next uh, shark point. Oh, <laughs> fresh point. Um, I found a cool sharpener at a big box store called the Stanley Bowstitch Twist and Sharp, which is, um, I think it's identical to the to the um, Rachetta sharpener they reviewed a few minutes ago, and they have on jet pens. Hmm. Um, with the notable difference that this doesn't have a little door that covers the uh, pencil hole. Oh, but um, it's a really cool sharpener that. Uh, yeah, it looks. I don't know if you can hear it. It sort of it ratchets. It's yeah. Neat. Is that the and, uh, is that the noise being made by that little dial on the bottom, or is that a pencil in it? Is ratcheting? Uh, this is the ratchet. I don't know if it's coming through. Yeah, I can hear it. It has a little dial for um, you know, long point or short or not short point. I guess like sharp point or dull oh. point. It was like less than three bucks. Yeah, I have to get one of these. And they're cool little sharpeners, and they actually have better colors than the the uh, ratchet. They've got a really good blue. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. How long can you make the long point? Um, it looks like it's about maybe a coom wedge, maybe even a little longer. Hmm. The downside, obviously, is the blade's not replaceable. But yeah. yeah, they're pretty neat. It's dollar kind seventy-five. Of yeah, but can you actually, can you take the blade out, uh, or is it like pretty much secured in there? It comes out, but it's one of those ones with notches in the sides instead of the um, sort of shovel-shaped one that coom uses. Mm, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's the same size as one of the Stadler ones. That could be cool. I sent. I, the reason right, I asked yeah. is I was very briefly <laughs> looking into what what it would take to sharpen those little blades instead of buying them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just kind of on a whim, and I sent a message to David Reese on Twitter about it, <laughs> and he responded uh, with a very <laughs> concise answer of. You can, but it's too hard. Just buy new ones. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from the expert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, tr I trust him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when he randomly. Uh, he must just have a Twitter search for, um, you know, pencil sharpening or something like that, and he just mm -hmm. retweets like people saying the most ridiculous things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of colors, what my next. Uh... <laughs> Fresh point, if I can get that word out. Um, that was a great segue, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. As, uh, they did those um, neon pencils, but mm -hmm. they're not the, uh, quote, 
Dixon pencil they sell it back to school time it's like really junky they're actual Dixon Ticonderoga pencils and they have ones that come in a 10 pack of um, blue green red purple and orange mm. but they're like you know full Dixon quality they're really really cool pencils I just picked them up as a, an add-on last time I bought a case of wipes um, and they're oh, like four bucks something like that but the green is like deliciously retro with the green and yellow uh, feral, and the stamping is in silver. They're really pretty. So if anybody needs, you know, something to get your twenty-five or thirty-five dollars for shipping on Amazon, definitely check those out. Can you um, uh, take them in a store? Can you take a picture and um, send it to me, and I'll put it up on the the post? Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. I think I meant to put them on Instagram, and I think I lost them. My daughter took them. No. <laughs> there was purple in there, so she thought they were for her, probably. <laughs> yeah, oh, purple is one of the 15 colors in here. These must be for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Purple's exactly. my favorite color, too, so I might have done the same thing. So. <laughs> Kid logic. Yeah, I, a box of uh, vintage pencils once from someone, and there was a pink one in there. I'm like, oh, are those for me? <laughs> Back off, kid. Back off. Yeah, I've been giving her a lot of vintage pencils that are pink. Well, that's okay. Expand your horizons. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I have one more fresh point, and that is that I well, I didn't discover it, but um, tested out a new pencil cap that I like very much. Um, the Sunstar Sect. It's a pencil cap slash extender. We just did a review last weekend. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes you have a problem with the... Um, General save points, like, they break a lot. And also, um, if you have something a little thinner that has a long point, you'll stab yourself in the leg if you try to use those. So this pen gives, this um, pencil cap gives you a little more breathing room. And also, they work as an extender, hmm. which is cool. I and love the name tags. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they would go at all, and they don't really stick to anything, but they're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, they're great. <laughs> And they have that cool little. There's a. It looks like it had, like a pen, uh, pen clip that someone broke off. It's like a little square, uh, knobbin, and it keeps it from rolling around. It's like perfect and ingenious. They were pretty cheap. I think they were like two bucks for a pack. Yeah. And I've been carrying one around for a month and I haven't cracked it yet. So that's pretty good. That's cool. Usually I sit on the, uh, stable points. So they don't last very long. <laughs> I have to get some more pen cap, pencil caps. I'm I'm down to one of my favorite metal ones. Yeah. I need to get some of those. Yeah, so cool. I don't think I've ever been seen one of those in real life. The, me, the, the metal ones. <laughs> yeah, just in your dreams. <laughs> I had a bunch of them from pencil things when I when I wrote for their blog, and I just like just you know kind of one by one just lost them all. I can pick up from there, Johnny, if you're... Sure, absolutely. Um, I don't have... I only have two things. Uh, don't have a lot. But first thing is uh, my Henry, my son. <laughs> Johnny and I both have a Henry, and they're both around a year old. And my son just turned one, and he had his first pencil experience the other day. Ooh. I was very proud of. Um, on Mother's Day, uh, his mom had to, had to work, and so she was gone for half the day. She was out uh, doing things, and I had him at home, and we were just playing, and I just realized the one thing I had never done with him yet, which I don't know, I, I feel guilty and ashamed of myself for never doing this, but we'd never drawn, never tried to draw in any way, hmm. which I mean, he's really little, but still, 
but I picked him up, put him on my uh, lap, and he drew a picture for the first time. And I posted it on Instagram just because I wanted to share his uh, his undiscovered genius with everybody. Um, but he drew with a Castell 9000 Jumbo and hmm. the rainbow pencil that Johnny sent me. Uh, and it oh, was just cool. a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So I just wanted to share that that it was kind of his first, be, the, being the nerd I am, that that was his first pencil <laughs> experience, and it was important, you know. <laughs> so now, so now I am officially stocking up on fat pencils for my son. So I've got a small collection. And I remember Johnny at some point you had asked me if I had started doing this yet, and I hadn't. So now I am in full swing, and I've ordered. Ordered some Fat Dixon pencils, and then uh, I've got a few in my pencils.com cart. They're the uh, – oh, no. Which which of their various brands is it? <laughs> the Spangle? The Spangle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I've got a few of the large pencils, and I think um, Generals has one there. I'm trying to get to it now. I should have had that ready. Um but yeah, they've got a category on their site where you can actually go straight to jumbo pencils, and so I just went on there and started adding cool. uh, to my hmm. cart. Yeah, the Spangle was one. Uh, the the Kitabashi Wood Note Round Highlighter Jumbo Pencils. Ooh. Those looked cool. So yeah, they're, uh, various colors, uh, <clears throat> fat pencils, uh, and then. Sort of for Henry, but also for me. <laughs> um, I ordered <laughs> some of the Musgrave, uh, the MyPal mini jumbos because I like oh, mini jumbos, and I they're nice. Uh, I like that. So, so yeah. So that's that. The other, the the only other point I was going to bring up is I had mentioned earlier that I'm going on this trip. I'm going to Washington D.C. tomorrow, and I've I posted something on the site the other day, and it was the first thing I posted in a long time. And it was just this little note about what I was taking with me because of course that ends up being one of the most important decisions I have to make is <laughs> about going on a trip is what kind of pen or pencil or uh, notebook am I taking with me and I've decided thanks to a book I'm reading which I'm reading Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov mm-hmm. which is a weird beautifully written book um, I am going I've decided in honor of Nabokov who wrote several of his novels solely on index cards He'd write the entire novel on index cards, and he was known for using the Blackwing 602. Hmm. So that inspired me, and I'm taking index cards, and I'm taking uh, my Eberhard Faber Blackwing 602 to DC. It is traveling with me. It's not going to be a desk pencil. I'm going to take it out, I'm going to beat it up, and I'm going to use it down to a nub on this trip. So. Heck, heck yeah. Are you going to write a novel? On the trip, yep. Yep. I, I figure I can do that amongst 158th graders. Oh, yeah. They won't bother me too much. <laughs> no no so, problem at all. <laughs> so I'm going to try to get you know, at least several chapters done. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and also on the trip, we had the episode about collecting pencils, and I was the person who said, yeah, we can talk about pencils collecting, but I don't do it. <laughs> but now I want to, and I'm going on this trip, and I have decided to – I'm not a souvenir guy usually, but I'm going to buy uh, some pencils from each of the sites that we go to that has pencils available to buy. Oh, Tim, let me tell you, there are so many cool DC pencils. I have lots of them. Oh, cool. There's a, yeah. If, are you going to go to any of the Smithsonian's? Mm-hmm. They have some really, really great ones. And 
Like there's a lot of like Washington DC based ones, like with pictures of presidents and white, the white house and things like that. But they're, they're usually at those really like touristy little gift shops. Um, so it, are you guys going to the white house? Uh, we are not. There's we a will walk by it. But. Yeah. <laughs> there's a place on the, um, Oh, the East side, I think that has like, like in the little, like the Metro city part, there's like an official white house gift shop. That's not actually official, but they have, they have a really official, good, unofficial. right. Cause there is no gift shop at the white house, <laughs> but this one claims to be like the one that, you know, everybody goes to and it has the best, um, selection of like cool, like president looking pencils. I'm excited. Yeah. Totally it, excited. So it, that's, that's, well, I've got a pencil budget for the trip. That's awesome. <laughs> they also have um, – I bought a pencil sharpener um, White House, like model of the White House. <laughs> but the pencil sharpener inside is really awful, but it's a cool it's a cool model. Nice. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for it. <laughs> Maybe I can get like a Washington Monument one or like a – that would actually be kind of cool. That would be or cool. A, or a Lincoln Memorial where you can like put the pencil in Abe's mouth and sharpen it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll see what I can find. Okay. I'll see what I'll, you I'll, do. You guys will have a package in the mail of some treats that I find. Woohoo. Sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I got. Cool. So do we want to, before, or just kind of to, to <coughs> into the topic of pen, uh, pencil sharpeners, I want to make sure we get to uh, some of the questions that we've gotten on Twitter that we've compiled over time. We've gotten some really good questions, and I just thought we could approach them uh, one by one. Sure. So we can just kind of go through them uh, one at a time. Andy, you want to bring up the first question? Sure. Um, that was from uh, Brick Stories. It was actually just asked, um, I think today, maybe yesterday. Um, it's at BRCK Stories. And it's a British guy. He actually, I went to his site. He does, um, he makes little comic strips out of uh, Legos. And he takes pictures of those and then uh, puts them puts them up with, like, with speech bubbles. It's really cool. Um, so he is going going on holiday soon. Uh, he's from England or the UK. He wants to do some travel writing. He's not sure about mechanical pencils. Uh, he wants to know if the Midori pencil is the best option. So uh, I, I responded just with some follow-up question to go, are you going to be limited to your pockets only, or do you have a bag for keeping your stuff? Also, what kind of a journal? So uh, he replied, mostly pocket uh, only or a small bag at best. Uh, he's using the Midori Traveler Passport or a Pocket Moleskin, which I really want to try that Midori Passport. I've never, I've only ever used like a Midori bullet pencil is fr- from Midori, mm-hmm. but I think that would work really well. So um, if you wanted to stay away from a, um, you know, mechanical pencil, besides like a short pencil in a, in a cap, uh, I really thought the Midori pencil would be a really good option. Um, and then maybe pack a couple of refills in a suitcase or a bag. Um, and then also bring like a little coom sharpener with you or something like that. Um, do you guys have any, any kind of alternative ideas? I mean, I'm partial to the, just a shortened pencil. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I like to carry. I just, I find myself when I carry a bullet pencil, I, I don't know. It's weird. I just don't pull, pull that from my bag very often just cause there's something about pulling it apart and putting it back together that I'd rather just take one out and take the cap off and write. Yeah. But of course, if you're going on a, if you're going on a trip and, don't want to have a huge long pencil in your pocket, then maybe that I'd say that would probably would be the best option. 
I, I was trying to figure out, I, I guess I didn't ask like how rugged this trip is. Like, you know, is, is he hiking or just like going through a city or something, but like big game hunting. Yeah. Big game hunting, <laughs> doing a, doing a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Corrodes brass. Yeah. What, what, what do you think, uh, Johnny? Um, I'm in the, the short pencil with a, with a cap on it. School myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never held a Midori bullet pencil before. They are very pretty. But um, I live in sort of a hipsterific neighborhood. And if you pull out a bullet pencil around here, it'll start a, like a two-hour conversation. <laughs> I don't even like pull out black wings in public anymore. It's like, just a Dixon. Don't look, boys. <laughs> but uh, I, I would carry like something cheap just with um You could just tell them that me. you liked uh, black wings before they were mainstream. <laughs> I bought them the day they came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's. I don't really have anything else to add beyond that. Those really are the two best options. It's not really an exciting oh, yeah, answer, but, but those are. Oh, sorry, go ahead. The only other thing I would say is, um, you know, if you're traveling, you might already have a pocket knife on you, so it's mm. a good excuse to uh, perfect your knife sharpening skills and skip a sharper. That's true. Or uh, for hmm. traveling, like that, that brass, or not brass, the uh, magnesium comb with the extra blades, I always take that if I go camping. And I get lazy with the knife, because then you've got plenty of extra blades on you. And can you use the magnesium to as a fire starter? Yeah. That's cool. Not that I know. <laughs> no, um, actually, we, when we tried to do, uh, the last time we went camping, we tried to use like a regular magnesium block, and um, like a freezer bag of pencil shavings lights a fire better than anything. It's great. And then it smells good. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, we had like a lot of magnesium in a little pile and it just kept not sparking and then the, the shavings caught. Hmm. Well, uh, our next question is our is a sharpener question. I guess we've got several sharpener questions here in a row. Uh, and this question comes from Thomas Cackler, who's at TD Cackler uh, on Twitter. And he said, hey, Erasable Podcast just picked up these on a trip to Korea. What would you recommend for a sharpener? And there's a picture. Uh, he has, uh, I guess, about seven. Yeah, seven pencils, uh, eight pencils there. Some handsome drawing pencils. It's a Tombow in there. Yeah, there's Tombow Mono. Uh, St- there's a Staedtler. Uh, I, I can't recognize some of the, the floral ones on the left, but they all look really nice. And I, this is kind of a big question. Of course, it depends on what he would prefer, but I thought a good way to answer this would be, um, if you're just getting into pencils, what sharpener should you start with? Hmm. So if this is, if he's asking what sharpener and we don't know kind of what his preferences are, then why don't we recommend, you know, kind of, maybe we can say where we started, what was our first nice sharpener, uh, mm-hmm. and just kind of go from there. And I'll, my first sharpener, which I, I guess I'll end up talking about later, but the Coom automatic long point <laughs> sharpener was my first nice sharpener that wasn't just a, when you can buy it, Walmart or Target or whatever. I hmm. uh, really enjoy it, and that's you get get a really long, nice point. I just feel like that's a that's a good place to start if you're interested in pencils enough to try pencils that are this nice. Yeah, you know, like some of this, like the mono. And I'm trying to see the the pencils on the right. I think it says uh, Deo Jean is the hmm. the brand name. I don't know, but they look I they really, look really nice. They're, they like look like a matte matte black finish or I think something. Can enlarge just a little bit. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, D E O J O N is what it looks like to me. But but yeah, they look really really sharp. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you guys think? Where, where where do you think you should start? 
Real quick, um, it looks like uh, on Pencil Talk back in 2008, Stephen did a review of the Munwa Diojan High Mic Pencil. And I, actually, I was doing some research about Asian pencils the other day, and they're from Korea, and I ran across these. They're really cool. So I have never actually tried one, but I was thinking about buying some. I'll, I'll put a link in show notes, but um, you guys, if you can see this below this, uh, right above that picture, I'm going to post a link. Uh, you have to go go there and look at the really gorgeous box that, uh, that it comes in. While you look at that, I'll answer. Um, my gracious. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> oh man. Uh Ooh. Thomas, we want to know if uh if you that got the wire that, it has on it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. If you got the cool box with your Diogens with the purple and the silver and the big liar in the middle. Um that's yeah. <laughs> um anyhow, um I actually my first pencil sharpener as kind of a um interested pencil user uh was the um the Coom left handed sharpener. It's the one where uh it just has like a little just encasing around it and the blade is just facing the other direction. So when you hold the pencil in your left hand, you can turn it uh, toward you and it sharpens. And that was like a medium, like a pretty medium point. Um, but it was probably the first comb that I ever really used. And it was just, it just sharpened smooth like butter. Like it was really nice. And I still have that even though the uh, casing that surrounds it cracked. It's still a really nice sharpener. So um, I would, I would probably go, um, so like something like that, if you're not left-handed, something, you know, right-handed with a medium point, um, just so you can kind of see what the benchmark is before you, uh, branch out into short points or long points, which I know are definitely a preference. And I assume we'll probably talk about later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like a, like a nice solid medium point, uh, sharpener would probably be good. Handheld probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Johnny, what do you think? Right. Um, I was going to say something similar. The, um, the uh, Coom standard brass wedge with one hole was um, my first, like, nice, nice sharp. Well, not nice sharpener, but good sharpener. Um, they're really cheap and they're pretty easy to get. That's probably a good place to start. Like Andy said, the angle of the point is, like, perfect. It's good for art. It's good for writing. And you can cut chunks of it off and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly soft. I don't know why they use it for sharpeners. I uh I miss the the brass ones. I I think I think you're the one who told me they were discontinued. Yeah. I I never got a chance <laughs> to get one. <laughs> you can get them on. I have one that I guard very very closely. It doesn't leave my house. Oh yeah. Anymore. I don't know if this is the exact same one, but they're uh I see them on Amazon here. It's a solid brass single hole pencil sharpener by Coom. Maybe they're just is just some <gasps> random place that had a a mass Ooh. of them, but I'll put it in the I'll put it in the show notes. They're six six seventy seven, uh, in free shipping. That's not too bad. So, well, yeah, I am not bad. going to put it in the post because I don't want all of our listeners to buy them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to buy some. <laughs> along along those lines, just while we're talking about these like small brass sharpeners, have either of you tried the Alvin brass bullet sharpener? Um, yeah. is that like it's it's a brass sharpener? It's round. It has a knurled grip on it. Um, Johnny, is yeah, that is it, that the one that guy from Wired talked to us about? Yeah. The, um, they also market it as the um, Mobius and Rupert uh, Granata because it looks like a little grenade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gunther has like serious history of that pencil sharpener on um, on his website. It goes back to I think like the eighteen nineties. Wow, that's that's a sharpener I've put in my uh, cart on Amazon, various places, probably a dozen times, and just haven't pulled the trigger yet. I need mm-hmm. to get one. 
It's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. They're, Do it. A, they're such a good price. You know, all of these things we're talking about, guys, are really reasonably priced. Like, we'll get to, and some of our favorite sharpeners, we'll get to some ridiculously priced sharpeners, but, like, all these little handheld ones are just, like, a really good price. Well, uh, next, the next question comes from Luke Sinclair, who's at moon underscore peel on Twitter. And he said, uh, Daiso, D-A-S-I-O, win. A sharpener with five length settings for two eighty two dollars and eighty cents. Hashtag pencil nerd. <laughs> Sent us a picture of a pretty cool looking sharpener that I'm actually, to be honest, seeing for the first time tonight. I just uh, saw it for the first time a little bit ago, and I know nothing about it. Yeah, he and I had a cool. he and I had a conversation about that. And I'm trying to remember um, um, sharpener. Well, um, you're looking at Daiso. Daiso is a um, like a Japanese um, like a store that sells Japanese goods that they have in Australia, and they may have it in Jap- Japan as well. But uh, Moonpeel is from Australia, and he uh, he picked one of those up there. And uh, they're, yeah, they're really cool looking. It looks like there's like a little like a lever that you you know you pull down to to you know control your points. Mm-hmm. And those are those are really cool. This is just a random addition to this conversation but i added this the uh solid brass wedge by coom to my cart at amazon and the list price i don't know if you noticed this they have it listed as a 54 dollar sharpener <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you add it to your when you add it to your cart it says you save 47 dollars cents. it's 87 percent off <laughs> so like, everything sounds like a good deal when you just like yeah. inflate the original price <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Yeah, yeah but cool. I, I, it's a really, yeah, it's a really fascinating looking sharpener. Yeah. Um, do you, um, Johnny? Do you want to take um, uh, Mary Collis's tweet? <laughs> sure. Um, Mary from um, the Pen Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the right the name of the blog? Um, she writes sharpening exclamation point this is by the way in response to uh, i asked for questions to discuss at one of our our podcast episodes a few weeks ago so that's why she just kind of yelled sharpening she doesn't have twitter, she doesn't have <laughs> twitter tourette's to begin with that um, <laughs> uh, handheld tabletop what to do if you're an obsessive sharpener buy more pencils right um if i can go first i would totally get um wedge sharpener with um no um, mechanism to collect the shavings so it's just like you the metal and a blade and your pencil mm-hmm. you can keep a really close eye on stuff that way it's um, the sexiest of like, all sharpeners <laughs> yeah. yeah with some pencils I don't like to sharpen them all the way like um, you know if you sharpen a black wing all the way you've lost the point in the first word anyway yeah. so I don't usually go all the way down with them so that's, I, I think that's the best way to just be one with your pencil unless you're going to pull out a knife and do it that way, which is also very fun. But, yeah. you know, it takes a little experience to get um, really, really choosy with how much lead you expose with those. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim's just typing random dirty quotes from, <laughs> from us on our Google document. Don't mind us. I don't always go down the way with them, Johnny says. Yeah. He doesn't go all the way. I am choosy, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> when it when it comes to uh, tabletop sharpeners, we'll talk a little bit more about this a little bit later on, and we've definitely mentioned it in previous episodes. But I have at my desk at work a classroom friendly sharpener, 
And what I like about that is if I'm just feeling like just sharpening my pencils all the time, it puts a razor sharp tip on that pencil. Mm-hmm. And I can, uh, you know, once I kind of di- uh, dull that down or kind of break off the tip accidentally, I can just stick it back in and sharpen it up again. Um, and we'll talk about some of the, some more about that in a little bit. But uh, Mary, if you don't have a classroom friendly sharpener, they're really cool. You should get one. What do you think, Tim? Uh, I I am a pro pocket. I just like having a pocket sharpener with me. And my kind of go-to one is the, which I know Johnny's going to talk about later, but it's the Kum one-hole magnesium sharper that has this extra blades attached to the side of it. Mm-hmm. It's just super, super practical. And it's just, uh, take it everywhere. It's you know about the size of a, I don't know, what would you compare that to? Maybe a, a grape? Like <laughs> the smallest little thumb drives you can get those like tiny little thumb drives hmm. about the size of that or maybe a few chiclets uh the gum <laughs> <laughs> uh but I'm, I'm a big fan of that and so i have that in a classroom friendly sharpener at school that i use all the time and my kids at school are obsessed with so that's cool um but yeah that's yeah i would the answer between uh household or sorry handheld or tabletop uh the answer is yes <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Ch- Chase uh, Ethosophical um, says, "Sharpeners, what's the difference? Which ones do I need?" That's two two people screaming. Sharpeners, sharpeners. <laughs> um, I and also like looking at, at Chase's like little uh, Twitter avatar, like that little <laughs> yeah. that little cartoon little guy yelling, screaming face. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's shouting sharpeners. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, well, that'll actually be the main topic of this conversation. So hopefully we'll talk about some of the differences and, you know, lay out some use cases for each of those to see what you think, Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last one that I kind of found was Joe Rocchino. Uh That was uh, at Joe Rocchino 3 um, He said, uh, can you recommend a good portable sharpener for me? I need a fine point for doing accounting homework. Enjoy your podcast. Um. And so I guess, I mean, that fine point, like, a, if you can figure out how to use it, the, um, like the Kuhn long point <laughs> sharpener, the two stage one, uh, gives you a nice, like sh- razor sharp long point. Um, but it is kind of confusing to use. And mm-hmm. actually when I worked at pencils.com, I made a little video about it that I think works a little bit more or that ex- describes it a little bit more, but I'll, I'll post a link to that. Um, so either that or the classroom friendly sharpener is the ones that I that I would recommend. Um, Kum even makes a a long point wedge. It's um, magnesium. It's kind of oddly shaped, mm-hmm. and um, but like break, the break torque points. is at a weird angle. Sorry, doesn't it break points? I think yeah, I it breaks stuff like crazy. But um, Gunther said they're they have or they're uh, they're in the process of redesigning it so that it actually works. And I think they even <laughs> like heat blast it finish, so it looks really pretty now. Wow! Hey guys, crazy idea. Let's make one that actually works. <laughs> People you know that sharpener that sounds great, but it's terrible. <laughs> We're gonna make it again, but this time it's gonna work because we love our fans. <laughs> yeah. Before you could get it to work with like some pencils if you were really careful, but eh, not so much. Yeah. Plus, it was uh, kind of sharp. Uh, the the sharper itself kind of poked you a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think the. The Kum automatic, you know, the automatic in quotes, uh, long point sharpener <laughs> would be the obvious choice here. 
uh, I think, because it's it's perfect for making a really sharp yeah. point. And he said portable, so it's really the best option. I mean, I think I, from my experience, there's a couple pencils I've used with it that it hasn't really worked great. Um, some th- pencils that are slightly thinner. I think the the Forest Choice I've tried to use with the mm-hmm. Coom Long Point, it didn't work quite as well just because it didn't fit the dimensions of the holes perfectly, and um, it still is functional and still can sharpen basically anything, but I've just noticed that it works really well with certain pencils. And, and I think that the blade makes a big difference because if the blade is at all a little bit defective or has like a dull mm-hmm. point or something, that ruins the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. I'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So that kind of wraps up, I think, the uh, the feedback that we really had from that episode. So, yeah, we can do a, a, a short section on just either sharp if either of us or any of us have uh, sharpeners to avoid specific sharpeners to avoid ones that you don't want, stay away from them, uh, or certain signs that you should avoid a sharpener. Like, what are the what are the the clues that you've got a really terrible sharpener in your hand besides trying it and it's terrible. So, so, so the one that I like for me personally, and, and there's a lot of people who really like it. Um, I actually don't like that, um, that long point sharpener very much, uh, that, that two stage one, the automatic, um, like I, I guess, I guess all the ones that I've used are the ones that are kind of co-branded with the Palomino brand. And I, I don't know, I, I have like three of them. I, I think I picked up one when I worked there and I have a couple that came with various sets and I'm just, I don't know. I just don't, don't like that two stage thing very much. I, I may not, I may just not be very good at it. I think the only successful time I was able to really use it was when I was recording that video, which I think is pretty lucky. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> part, part of it was because it was back, back when there was only one, um, the one Palomino Blackwing and it was the, the classic, and that one has such just a soft buttery uh, graphite core that mm. it doesn't it doesn't shard and kind of ch- shatter when you put it in the second stage. Because I can I can always do the first stage pretty well, but it's that second stage just sharpening just the graphite core that really gets me. Mm. So for some reason that's that's the one that I just always avoid. Uh, that one or um, you know some of the generic ones you can get like at target or whatever, but I think we'll, mm-hmm. we'll discuss that one too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the one that I would recommend just kind of staying away from unless you know that it's for you and you would like to try it. Yeah. And I, I think with that one, I mean, I had one and it worked perfectly mm-hmm. for like a year and a half. Uh, and then I had issues and I actually, I can talk about this later, but I talked to some of the folks at pencils.com about it, try to figure out what was going on and the basic, Kind of like what you said. They said if you have any, if the blade is dulled, or if you're having, if the, if it needs to be replaced, then it's going to be really frustrating because it's just going to break tips off all the time on that second stage. So I really just need to buy some new, uh, some new blades for it. But yeah, I'm a, personally I'm a big fan, and it was really the only sharpener I had for hmm. like a year. That's cool. Uh, I got, I ordered it when I got my first set of the Palomino Black Wings. Mm-hmm. I. As far as sharpeners to avoid, like you said, you know the kind of generic ones that you find at uh, Target or something like a big back-to-school sales, and they have the bin full of pencil sharpeners. Um, if you get one that works, then it, that's a defective one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the ones that work are the lemons. So, uh, and I've found 
just as far as like pencil sharpeners that tend to be pretty awful. Besides one sh- wedge sharpener that I that came with some Faber-Castell uh, pencils, sharpeners that come with store-bought mm. pencils tend to be really cruddy. The one the ones that come with the Triconderoga that you know say they're especially oh. for. The triangular tri- Triconderoga, they're, they're awful. <laughs> don't don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even don't even get me started. I uh, I have that sharpener. It's actually like a foot away from me right now, and I just like use it to like hype me up and get angry before like sporting events or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they did the body along the blades on it were pretty nice, but the uh, the angle that the pencil hits the blades is just, like really inconsistent and kind of wonky. <laughs> uh, and also, any pencil sharpener that. When you look at it by itself, if it doesn't have any markings on it, or if it doesn't, you know, say made in Germany or made in somewhere or have a brand name on it, to me, and with pencils, it's the same thing for me. That means whoever made it is not proud of it as a product. So <laughs> stay away because yeah. it's probably going to be just as crappy as it looks. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. good advice. Yeah. Yeah. If, they, if it's a good sharpener, the, uh, they'll put their name on it. They'll yeah. own it. Yeah, I want to beat on that long point sharpener a little more because <laughs> um, I think the one of the things I like to stay away from is that um, if the blade is screwed into plastic, then it can't stay tight long enough. Mm. And the um, that uh, two point sharpener is completely plastic except for the blades and the screws. So I have one that I've replaced blades in a few times, but so the uh, the threading's sort of giving way and the blades just kind of fall out. It's not cool when you have kids around. Plus, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, Dad, look what I found. I've, yeah, <laughs> I've had issues with the um, hinges. And they always break mm-hmm. off. Hmm. So I actually have uh, red duct tape <clears throat> in my house just for repairing that sharpener. <laughs> and that, the various ones floating around here. Um, the other thing I hate about pencil sharpeners is when you can't replace the blade. Yeah. Because you know, you'll get a sharpener that you really fall in love with, and then as soon as the blade's dull, you've pretty much got to chuck it. Hmm. So, um, like, my favorite sharpener in the world is infinitely replaceable because I can always get blades for it, in theory. And if they stop making them, I'll buy, like, a thousand. But so I can keep it forever as long as I don't, you know, swallow it or lose it or, you know, get robbed. But uh, I think those are the two big things. Anything that's completely plastic and anything whose blades you can't replace. And also anything with a character. You know, like a... Disney princess sharpener, no. (laughs) Even though sometimes you want to stab the princesses, it's not a really good sharpener. (laughs) Do it with your pencils already sharp. (laughs) Hey, guys. um, So we've had a... I don't know if either of you have our Twitter feed up right now, but we had a pretty momentous thing just happen. Uh Uh-oh. we just got followed by David Reese. Yes. <laughs> before we uh, before we started, I, I tweeted him and let him know that uh, we were going to be talking about sharpeners and probably his books. So, awesome. yeah, thank yeah. you, David. We, we are one of the uh, we are one of the 142 people that he follows on Twitter. So we uh, I'll be uh, contacting you soon. Maybe we can have you as a guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you, David. It's, uh, I, I know flattered. I know you've been on some little things like CBS Sunday Morning, but this is the big leagues. <laughs> So, <laughs> welcome to the big time. <laughs> Mo Rocca is nothing compared to the three of us. <laughs> he knew nothing about pencil sets. That's not nice. <laughs> so, do we want to go ahead and get into our our favorites to kind of close? Yeah. We can kind of close up with going through some of our favorites. Absolutely. Uh, just kind of get positive. 
chat about them on the way out. Yeah, yeah, let's get out of this bad vibe. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Johnny, you want to start us out? Yeah, we, you've yeah. kind of hit on a few of these, but if you, you can uh, touch on them again, tell us uh, about your favorites. Well, I'll, I'll start off with Sad Deuce, and that's that my favorite pencil sharpener probably on Earth is the Coom Brass Wedge, which is discontinued. Um, and I know it's discontinued forever because uh, brass has a lot of lead in it, and the way they machine it, the lead sort of makes its way to the surface. Mm. So um, Charles from uh, Timberlands told me that Coom had to sort of contend with all of these international lead standards, and they were just like, you know, whatever, forget it, we're not doing brass anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, I know, like, uh, Mobius and Rupert makes they make one. I don't have it, so I don't know, you know, how the the angle compares, but the Coombe Brass Wedge is like the best sharpener that has ever been on Earth. It's great. Um, the threading is brass, so you can replace the blade like a million times. You can always get blades for it. And, um, you know, it's got a really, really nice weight. Um, you won't, as you're less likely to lose it because it's so heavy, you'd notice it fell out of your pocket. And, uh, I don't know, the, they've sort of smoothed the corners versus the uh, magnesium one, although you, you could probably sand the magnesium. But um, like I love mine so much, I used to take the blade off and sharp and uh, sharpen and polish it once a month to keep it shiny with uh, baking soda, hmm. which I stopped doing because that's just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a geek. That, and it was hard to get the baking soda out of the threads. That's really the reason I stopped. <laughs> but um, if you ever come across them, get them. Get me one too. I will make it worth your while. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm actually trying to track down one of the double hold versions because I don't have one, and mm. um, those are seriously heavy, like weapons grade uh, pencil sharpeners. <laughs> so if anyone listening has one, I will trade you something awesome for it <laughs> or money. Um, but similar to that, uh, Tim mentioned the Kum Magnesium Wedge that comes with um, spare blades, which is a really great sharpener because wherever you go, you've got spare blades, and oddly. Usually you can find it at like um, an Utrecht for under three dollars, and that's you can buy a three pack of blades costs more money. I don't know why this is. That's that's one weird paradox in the pencil sharpening world that just drives me crazy. It's like every time I I go on online to look for replacement blades, I always find them. And I'm like, oh, there they are. Oh, seven, eight dollars. Wait, there's only two? You know, you go through that every time. Like, surely there's a bulk pack I can get. It's not gonna, uh, you know. Yeah, this is, they just always seem way overpriced. It's like, I yeah. guess I'm just gonna buy a new sharpener. Yeah. I guess they figure if you're buying blades, you're probably really attached to that sharpener, so you'll pay for it. Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this is a really good sharpener, but like the angle is a little, little duller than my brass wedge, so. At home, I don't really use it very much. And it's kind of sharp for your pocket. But for um, like chucking in your bag, and especially like traveling and camping, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, now I have to talk about my favorite crank sharpener, which is not the classroom friendly, but um, the Delhi 0635 sharpener that Matthias sent me that um, does a really nice long point, sort of like the classroom friendly, not sort of like as obscenely long. Hmm. Um and it doesn't leave bite marks on your pencil, which is cool. Oh, yeah. And it, has a, it has a little manual sharpener built into the uh, shavings drawer, too, which is awesome. But Is, is know, that for, like, po- polish work, or is it just for, like, short order stuff? I think you could do, like, um, uh, colored pencils in there. Because hmm. the, the point on that's pretty dull, or pretty, um, I don't know, wide. Yeah. 
Um, but on the flip side, it's plastic and it's small. Like it's, you know, not this behemoth metal thing. Don't drop it on your feet like the classroom friendly sharpener is. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you've sort of got to be careful. And I've broken one once and had to take it apart and fix it. But I did fix it. So I guess it's not really broken. It fell apart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're hard to get. They don't, I don't think Delhi markets their sharpeners in the U.S., but uh, there are a few Amazon uh, sellers. I bought mine on eBay for like 7 bucks, free shipping. It's a good deal. Um, and I know we all want to talk about the classroom-friendly sharpener, so I'll just make it quick. But then, well, we just, You can just open up a discussion and we can just all talk about it. Right yeah, now. absolutely. thing is great. Like Everybody that blogs has a sharpener. I've never read a bad review of it. Mm -hmm. It just makes ridiculously long points. It does a really good job. It's very sturdy. It's really um, holds a lot of shavings too. Mm -hmm. I haven't emptied mine in a long time. Yeah, I just saw that they they sell a new mount where you can um, mount it easier to a table. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that came with mine. Uh, <clears throat> mounted, <laughs> but um, also it has a cool sharp uh, sticker on top that says pencil sharpener. <laughs> I find particularly endearing. And they have all those cool new colors. Although I still just like the green that came first. I have the green. Yeah. I have the blue. I went for the that blue one's good looking for the cubby blue. Yeah, yeah. So, so my my big my big complaint about it, and I think everybody's too, is that you know it grips it grips the pencil really well, and it just bites down on the pencil. And my trick that I started using, um, and I really need to make a video of this, um, yeah, to show people. I really I should do that. Um, is you take a post-it note and you uh, tear it in half, um, you know, kind of lengthwise uh, bisecting the um, like the adhesive and wrap that around, like stick your pencil into the sharpener and kind of put your finger where, um, about where that blade bites down on it and wrap the post-it note around your pencil barrel at that point and then stick it in. Uh, if you write it, if you wrap it tight enough, it should still fit. Um, and so the, uh, the sharpener will bite down on that. Um, and then it'll work great. And it's kind, of, it's kind of, I look like a crazy person when I do it because it takes me like three <laughs> times longer to sharpen my pencil. But I'm like, hey, it looks like I chewed my pencil if I didn't do this. And I do not chew on my pencils. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good trick to kind of avoiding that. And you still get that amazing, amazing, just like razor, ship, uh, razor sharp point. I just like that so a lot. I'll, I'll pause it to you all that uh, with the teeth marks and that mechanism that really like grips into it and bites the pencil into place. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of the point with that sharpener is that it was, it was invented by a teacher mm -hmm. and hence the name classroom friendly sharpener. And I know from experience <laughs> having it in class that those grip, those clamps make the sharpener totally idiot proof. You know, like it's true. You know, a kid can't mess it up. Like you teach them once they, they put it in, they close the clamps. They don't even have to hold onto the pencil. They just crank it until it's done. So I can totally see how, uh, as far as functionality and like why it was even, why it was created, it was made to make a really good point on a pencil and not take forever or take several tries, you know? So you put that pencil in there, you pull out the, the face plate, clip it in and it's just, it, it goes and you don't have to worry about it. So kids don't end up, you don't have any of the, the kids who stand at the front of the classroom for five minutes looking at their <laughs> friends and sharpening without looking at the pencil, you know, like <laughs> just trying, trying, to, away. trying to get attention. You know, when they, when they walk <laughs> up to my sharpener, I know that if they're up there for longer than, you know, 10 seconds that they're just trying to get attention. So I call them out on it and say, <laughs> go back to your, you know, yeah. quit looking at your friends, go back to your desk. You're sharpened. I know. Yeah. 
Hmm. And then, I named I named mine. I don't know if I brought that up in our in no. previous episode. So my my pencil sharpener has gained a personality, and is is uh, I have random kids who aren't even in my class, and they walk up and they're like, "Hey, how's Clark doing?" <laughs> this guy's doing well, Clark. So like when my uh, one day <laughs> one day I, I took it home because I wanted to sharpen some pencils at home and I forgot to take it and then I a kid came up and they're like hey where's Clark and then I said oh, Clark's sick staying home today <laughs> and so then I, I get questions about that all the time because I have another class that uses my room while I'm on my planning period and I'll hide I see I almost said Clark I almost, I'll hide Clark in the in a drawer so that nobody destroys it uh, and so then kids will come back and they're like is Clark sick. <laughs> Like actually sounding sincere about it. Like, he's, he's just, he's just spewing pencil just, shavings. He just can't. Which is, which is exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just napping. And then I have made the joke about you know trying to get all the pencil shavings out. But <laughs> <laughs> Now I need to name mine. I'm, man, I... Yeah, I named it Clark for... Uh, I'm a huge Cubs fan. And Wrigley Field is on Clark and Addison. They're the streets that... Oh. <laughs> fields on so i'm gonna I, I do plan to get a red one to have two in the classroom and guess what i'm gonna name the other one yeah. addison addison <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah they're they're 20 bucks um the guy who oh what is his name um the guy who runs the shop is a really nice guy and um i remember when he started he uh emailed me and you know we talked about it a lot so uh you, you should check it i think he did that in the days before um Kickstarter, uh, or yeah. at least before Kickstarter is really a thing. So I'm not sure how he funded it, but it was like super startup, mm-hmm. and it's a great, great product. Yeah, they're amazing. And yeah. they're just they're, they're about as perfect as you can get as far as a functionality of a yeah. sharpener and quality so, of a point. So before, I, I guess, I guess here's another question: Can can we, as you know, being the engineers that we are, mm-hmm. uh, can we think of a uh, <laughs> a good way to like replace those clamps so they still hold as much as they do without biting into the pencil? It would need to be some sort of, like they'd have to, the spring tension on those, the the little buttons on the top that you pull together mm-hmm. would need to be way higher. And then instead of like any, yeah, I've thought about this. <laughs> instead of the teeth, it would need to be a really grippy rubber. I yeah. guess is the only way that I could, I could think of it like maybe even three round circles of rubber that kind of come together, mm. but the tension would need to be way higher to hold it into place. Yeah. Um, could, could you, um, could you coat the tips of those teeth like that they have currently with like silicone or something like that? Oh, I thought of trying to stick wax in there, but I think it would get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. That the, yeah. Uh, the face plate doesn't come apart. That's true. Yeah. This could, I'm going to pry it apart. <laughs> this could get really complicated, but I, I just had a thought of if there was some kind of, uh, you know, set of, I don't even know what the word would be, like pulleys or something where you can string some sort of rubber belt through it so that when you pull, or you, maybe you can, instead of pulling them together, you can pull them apart and then it like tightens and then the belt wraps around the pencil and holds it in. But you know, <laughs> that, that would end up of course, breaking pretty quickly, especially if it's supposed to be used in a classroom. Yeah. Mine, you, you guys talk about how you like haven't emptied yours. Uh, I, I empty mine every day. Wow. That's how much, that's how much it gets used. <laughs> kids just like wear it out. And I have kids who just love to use it anyways. And they'll just grab my bulk pencils cup every couple of days and sharpen all the pencils that are in there, <laughs> like in between classes, <laughs> uh, just cause they like using it. They you know, love it. You're fostering like, you know, the beginnings of OCD and all those children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all going to be like monk when they're done. 
awesome. So they're gonna they're gonna go to go on to high school and English <laughs> teachers gonna have this pencil sharpener and they're like, What's this piece of shit? <laughs> and I just push it off the desk and like crack on the floor. Think office space on it. Yeah, yeah right. Take PC a load it. letter. Yeah. <laughs> um that's cool. So we should uh we should kickstart a uh a pencil sharpener. I think uh I think Tim's our engineer here. He has yeah. he has yeah. thought about this. <laughs> cool. I'm all in. You know, I, <laughs> my drawings look like I do them with my left hand, but I'm you know I'm all in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim, what are some of your favorite sharpeners? And I'm right-handed, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, we already talked about the the Kuma automatic sharpener, and that is a, a favorite of mine. And it's, which I don't know, it's a favorite of mine, but I, I'll say I haven't used it in a long time because of that issue I was talking about. Uh, I sent an email to pencils.com about it and said, you know, I keep breaking the tip off of every pencil when I get to the second stage and it's driving me crazy. And they, I mean, they were really, really nice about it and sent me back messages where I asked any questions and said, and then they offered, said, well, why don't you send it to us and we'll try to figure out what's wrong with it. And then I thought, <laughs> that's really, really generous, but I'm not going to spend $5 to ship a $4 sharp. <laughs> I'll just buy a new one. Um, but now, like through this conversation, I think you guys have kind of enlightened me and helped me figure out what's probably wrong with it. And it probably is like uh, Johnny, like you're saying, uh, because it's plastic. Uh, sorry, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fill this with uh, just some elevator music. Okay, no, it went away. Um, because it's plastic, that the blade just isn't sitting right. And I've I've replaced them maybe three times, four times since mm-hmm. I got it. And that's probably the case. So um, I will get a new one, and I'll use it because it's it's just, you know, I loved it. And it, it worked so well for me for such a long time. And I just had the blue one that had the two holes. There are two holes on the side for the really thick grade uh, mechanical pencil lead, which I never used. But but that was there, – there are these two holes on the side that you can put in the long pieces of lead and sharpen the points before you put them into the, the lead holders. So oh, cool. But I, I, re- I really love that. Love that sharpener, and I will get a new one. It's worth it to me to get a new one. Um, also, I'm not going to talk about it, but because Johnny already did. But the Coom, that wedge with the spare blades. I guess it's not a wedge. It's it's actually, um, it's a block. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a shaped like a tiny little brick. Hmm. Um, but I, I I it's just so practical to carry around with you because it. Uh, it comes with the blade on the top, and it has two spare blades, which is just really cool. But it has uh, basically you won't need to buy blades for it for a long time, uh, which is really cool. And I also really like the Coom two hole sharpener, and I have the one that uh, Pencils dot com sells, which actually has two sheets of foam on the sides to grip. Mm. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make it really easy to grip, which is just this nice little. And a funny bonus to it, but I really, I really love that sharpener, and I use the the fat side for uh, fat Dixon pencils, and then the sometimes I have to use it but it, the fat Dixon pencils, and then the Castell nine thousand uh, fits really nicely, and then the Laddie sometimes I can actually do that on both sides, but sometimes I do it on the the wider side just to get a shorter uh, a shorter tip. That's a really nice, really nice sharpener. A good starter sharpener, I guess. If you aren't 
you know, obsessive about having the really long point. I just think it's a really good option. It gives you the versatility of having the two different holes because the automatic sharpener has two holes, but I guess we didn't really explain how this works, but so it's different. There's the two hole sharpener, which there's one is for smaller sort of standard size pencils and one is for a jumbo pencil. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the automatic sharpener, the first hole, stage one, what it does, it actually the, the opening at the end at the at the tip at the, or sorry at the end of the blade that you're using is wider. So you sharpen it, and what the first stage actually does is it exposes the graphite and and shaves off um, you know all the layers of graphite, but it doesn't actually bring it to a point. Did we, did one of you talk about this? And I forgot. Um, no, not okay. I, I mean, maybe a tiny course. bit, but no. Yeah, okay. the explanation's so good. It, so it uh, it exposes the graphite and it comes out basically in a bar. So you have like raw bar of graphite that just has a a little spiral basically on it when hmm. it comes out. Uh, so when you pull it out, you'll have uh, maybe a third of an inch of graphite exposed at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a, a cylinder, a straight cylinder. And then the, the wood is nicely shaped from that blade. And then you put it into stage two. And what stage two does is that it actually only sharpens it, it comes to a smaller point at the end so it actually sharpens the graphite that's been exposed so that allows you to sharpen it to a really long point because the the blade that's being used doesn't have to both sharpen or both expose the wood and sharpen the graphite at the same time so it, it puts those two tasks into two into their own place mm-hmm. so uh so yeah, so then the, the two hole sharpener is different because it actually sh- they both sharpen to a point, but just different size pencils. Um, but yeah, those are those are my favorites. Um, of course, the classroom awesome sharpener, as Johnny calls it, <laughs> is at the top of the list. I use it every single day, and when the school year is over, I will bring it home. Of course, um, I will bring Clark home for the summer. <laughs> let him have the summer off. Just just let him just casually sharpen pencils here and there as the summer goes by instead of like, you know, breaking his back all day long. Um, And the last point is I really, really, really want one of those swing blade sharpeners that David Reese uses. And I've seen him using videos, those old style sharpeners where you put the pencil in and you turn it and there's actually a blade on a hinge that you move and kind of do this circular motion and swipe forward. It's such a neat idea. Like it's, it seems to me to be like, I don't know, just just like before people like knew any better or something like that. Like, don't move yeah. the blade, move the pencil. But no, it's super super cool. I really want one. It just looks like so much fun. Yeah. And I found um, if you if you Google swing blade sharpener, there's a sharpener that was made. I mean, it, I can't find out where to buy it. It's really pretty. Oh, you can get it from uh, Lee Valley. I think they call it the little shaver. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Well, the the one that I lo- looked up, it's actually called the Swing Blade Pencil Sharpener. Was It looks That's like cooler. a piece of art. You know, um, I'll put it in the show notes. There's a, a post on it at Design Milk. Um, but, yeah, it's this really sharp. <laughs> I keep using that word. <laughs> really sharp looking. Blade. <laughs> you know, all black. Uh, looks really, uh, re- really handsome. I'll start using that word instead. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, and then there's a picture at the bottom of that post. There's a picture of a vintage one, similar to the one that David Reese has, which I think his is, or I think his is was made recently. It's not as you know, it's not a vintage one, but I don't know that for sure. Mm-hmm. But I would love, I want, yeah, I want to figure out what to where to buy one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go look at that Lee Valley one right now. But that just looks like 
I, I would love to sit stand in the front of my classroom and just um, do that while while the kids are like reading a report and just stand there and sharp, <laughs> with this like really sharp blade staring at them. You know, like <laughs> pay attention, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. Cool. So, um, so we've been talking about David Reese, and um, in case you you don't know what we're talking about, um, this is a guy who wrote a um, a book called How to Sharpen Pencils. And he's kind of first known for his um, uh, artisanal pencil sharpening, where for a certain amount of money you would, you know, send him a pencil and he would sharpen it along with, um, like he would sharpen a very like manual kind of um, intentional way and send you back the sharpened pencil, the shavings, and a certificate of authenticity. (laughs) Because the shavings are still your property. Yes, yes, indeed. (laughs) And, you know, it, it was kind of a, you know, kind of a tongue and tongue and cheek thing. Like I, I actually, when I was re- reviewing this book, I for my blog, I um, I really compared him to John Hodgman, uh, which is funny because there's the forward of the book is written by John Hodgman. Uh, in that, you know, you don't know if he's, you know, serious or full of crap, but probably he's both at the same time. Like he's super serious about sharpening pencils. He knows how all sorts of ways to do it. He can do it with a knife. Um, but I think, but he inserts enough humor in it where I think he understands kind of, uh, not, not the absurdity of it, but just kind of like, you know, how anachronistic it is or how, mm-hmm. you know, develop it or kind of positioning yourself as an authority on that is, is kind of a, you know, he kind also of a, obviously loves it. Like what he's doing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. does. Yeah. Which is the, which is also the great part. Because, yeah. Um, so, so he wrote this book, how to sharpen pencils. So entertaining. Oh yeah. Which reminds me a lot of, um, the John Hodgman's, um, uh, the areas of my expertise where, except this is kind of, you know, on one subject, but, uh, in this book, I discovered this thing, this sharpener called an El Costco, uh, not Costco, like, you know, the box mart, but like C-A-S-C-O. <laughs> so if you're American, I guess you say El Casco, <laughs> but it's, uh, as, as he said in, in the book, um, it's the fourth most expensive thing I own and I own a house and a car and it is so cool. It's a crank sharpener. And uh, you can buy one on Amazon right now for four hundred and twenty dollars, uh, unless <laughs> you want, yeah, unless you want a, a gold-plated one, in which case it's a little bit more. But I, I oh, I've seen this thing. Yeah, it almost looks like one of those cameras with that camera. It called? does those um oh the the develop the square picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, it, <laughs> it, I mean kind of like those iPhone. Yeah, iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's really, really nice. It, it kind of like the classroom friendly sharpener. It has a uh, super long point. But what I just really, really am in love with is that the, um, the, like, it's not like a straight point. It's not just, you know, two lines that just form an angle. It's, it's concave. So it actually tapers into a point. Um, and it's just, I don't know what it is. It's, it's mostly the aesthetics for me because I've never actually used one or, um, tried it out, but I really love how it just kind of like sharpens it, to a point. Does it have a porthole on the top? Like, like, a I, yeah. you know, I think it does because you can, um, you can kind of adjust it on the side, on the other side from the, um, from the grinder. So you can kind of, uh, adjust it. So it's, um, Oh, let me read something from his book here. So the observant reader will note two important differences between this point. Um, the one that the Costco makes and then one that's shaped by a single burr grinder. Um, 
which just has one of the little burr grinders on it. Uh, it has a scalloped edge where the shaft gives way to the exposed cedar collar, and are less pronounced than those produced by the, si- the single burr machine, and the collar is actually concave with a slight curve to its profile. And then he goes on to explain, this is like a technical manual. Uh, the unusual shape of the collar is due to the bifurcated shaping sleeve inside the sharpening mechanism, which is slightly convex. As the shaft of the pencil moves into the sleeve, it is molded like clay on a potter's wheel. The bifurcated... Sh- bifurcated shaping, <laughs> shaping sleeve. Shaping sleeve. I love that. I'm going to make it... That's what I'm going to name my band. <laughs> the bifurcated sleeve <laughs> shaping. <laughs> so I really, really want to um, get one of these. It's super cool. Uh, but also it's super expensive. We can go in it, go, uh, go in it together and just like... You can spend four months at each of our houses. It'll be like the yeah 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 sisterhood of the traveling pants. No, the <laughs> yeah of the traveling pants. It could be the traveling <laughs> sharpener. The yeah yeah brotherhood of the traveling sharpener. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the episode. That's an episode title. <laughs> um, I'll just talk about a couple more real quick. Um, the one that also kind of gives one of those those um, kind of convex or concave um, sharp um, what tips I guess. It's a the Janus forty forty eight, and uh, they talk about it before in uh, Lexi Kaliker, and it's it, is that how you say it, T- uh, Johnny? Oh, I have no idea. Lexi Kaliker. So okay, I'm just going to say I that. I hope so. That's how yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's not made anymore. It's really old. It was made kind of mid century. Uh, it is freaking fifty dollars <laughs> if you want to get one. If you find one on Amazon, unless it gets bit up, um, but it's a little wedge sharpener. Um, and the um, actual uh, shape of it is also kind of like a more pronounced uh, convex like that. And they're really, really, really cool. Uh, it uses kind of a standard blade, and you when you tighten it, it looks like it, it curves it just a little bit. Like it pulls it down in and curves it. It's, it's really neat. Um, I have been kind of trying to, uh, trying to figure out how I can justify spending $50 and getting one. Um, I just love them a lot. So uh, there's a link to those in show notes. Uh, two more I'll just go over briefly um, is the Yikes pencil sharpener. I am i don't want to brag. I'm kind of a Yikes expert. <laughs> Mostly I'm just the only one who is interested in it, and I, I have a, a post Let's about it. Let's call you a Yikes scholar. Yeah, a Yikes scholar. <laughs> I'm a... It's like, it's like a Yates scholar. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm a student of the 90s, um, and uh, Yikes are kind of the perfect embodiment of the 90s. And uh, what's funny is I really wanted one of these sharpeners, but I never got one. And my sister was buying me one, bought me one for Christmas one year. And she told me she was like doing some research and trying to figure out like, you know, what colors they came in, where you can find them. And she says she was reading, uh, she, she found a thing about the X sharpener and she was like reading about it. And then she realized she was reading my blog. She, she just, uh, <laughs> she just Googled and found that Yikes post that I wrote. Um, so it's, a uh, it's super cool. It's bright colors. It's kind of a crappy sharpener. Like it's just, you know, it's old and dull and doesn't, it's kind of one of those burr grinders, like you, like a wall mounted Boston or something. It just really eats away the pencil, but it's cool looking. And so You're I just, nostalgia. yes, I just have it on display. <laughs> and the last one is, um, that I was going to talk about is something called the scrapple. And it is, have you seen, I think we talked about it before, those uh, sharpeners that are built into the mason jar lids. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I yeah. So a few years ago... Um, the, the, they say you can see your productivity or whatever. Yeah, which is silly, but <laughs> yeah, but right. it's cool. <laughs> it, it's neat how that works. Um, 
I actually, um, when I worked for uh, blog for pencil things, um, they sent me something called a scrapple C R A P L. And it was kind of that same situation. It was about five years ago. And, um, it tightens onto like a, a soda bottle, uh, lid. Um, and you just sharpen right into the, you know, right into the bottle. And I actually, that year that they were doing that, there was something, Pepsi had something called the summer mix, which was like a super gross version of Pepsi. It tasted <laughs> like somebody put a bunch of Skittles in it. <laughs> and so I drank it. I was like, Bleh, and I poured the rest of it away. But then I was like, you know what? This, this is never going to see the light of day again. Nobody's ever going to have Pe- Pepsi summer mix, but I put my scrapple on it. So it's going to take me forever to actually like fill that up. So in the meantime, I have like, uh, just a relic of 19 or of 2007 on there. And it's, it's just a nice, I mean, it's a really mediocre sharpener, but it's a really cool concept. And it, and it works really well. So uh, I have a blog post that I wrote about it in 2010, just, which I'll link to. But So those are, those are kind of among my favorite sharpeners. So, yeah, I think that just about does it. Does anybody, was anybody actually listening to me or just typing things about the chipmunks into Google Docs? <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, Scrapple itself. It's kind of grossing me out. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Scrapple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just screenshot all of your doodles. Scrapple. <laughs> I don't it, because you like you know the the scraps go into the bottle and it's a mm. like a bo- scrap bottle. Scrapple? One thing I was thinking of is whether or not um, a Pepsi bottle full of pencil shavings constitutes a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Probably start a pretty good fire with that thing. That's true. I guess it wouldn't explode. It's maybe not a bomb. <laughs> I don't know. You should uh, you should find out. <laughs> I need to get a Pepsi Summer Mix bottle now. I I feel like I have the only one left on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so that that uh that about wraps it up, I think, guys. Yeah, I think we yeah we touched on we talked about the small pocket wedge sized sharpeners, which are we all seem to be pretty. Uh, pretty fond of, and then, and then the the holy grail of affordable sharpeners, the, the classroom friendly sharpener, and uh, yeah, and there's just a lot of really good options. So this is one of those episodes where the show notes is just going to be stocked full of ideas. Um, I think people, what people need to think about uh, first and foremost is like what kind of tip you're looking for. Like, what, do you want a do you want a long point, or do you want just kind of an average? Uh, size or do you want something in the middle and you know in general if anything if, if you want a long point then that sharpener will be called it long point will be somewhere in the name usually you know mm-hmm. um except for the classroom friendly sharpener which gives you one of the longest you know uh but there's of, of all the ones that we've at least i you know i'm just speaking for me all the ones that we've mentioned uh, in our favorite sharpeners that I've tried, which I've, you know, all the Coombe wedges, Coombe is just kind of the, that's the Mercedes, or maybe not Mercedes, maybe like the, the, uh, the Volkswagen or something of, uh, <laughs> sharpeners, you know, really reliable, yeah. really reliable. It's the people sharpener. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can't really, at least in my experience, you can't really go wrong with a Coombe if you're starting there. Um, and, yeah, so I think this has been a really, really fun episode, really good episode, including the uh, the chipmunks conversation that we had to have based on that Alvin Sharpener. 
it's kind of an exciting, <laughs> exciting, fun way to end the episode. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, well, this has been the sixth episode. <laughs> sixth episode of. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we got this. These. Uh, these like meta conversations that we're having in the, <laughs> in the, in the Google Doc. Uh, this has been the sixth episode of the Erasable Podcast. Uh, we thank you for listening. My name is Tim Wassum. You can find me at uh, thewritingarsenal.com or just writingarsenal.com. And then I'm on Twitter at writingarsenal and on uh, Instagram at thewritingarsenal. Oh, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, I just jumped in. I'm at uh, pencilrevolution.com on Twitter at pencilution and on Instagram at just Johnny Gamber with no punctuation. Uh, I am and uh, a good picture of mushrooms on there today. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> mushroom, mushroom. Uh, <laughs> I am Andy Wellfley. I run uh, woodclinched.com, and you can find me on Twitter at a Wellfley, a w e l f l e. Uh, or at Woodclinched. And then there's, of course, uh, Erasable itself as an entity, and that's at erasable.us uh, or at uh, Erasable uh, at Erasable Podcast on Twitter. Guys, well, you have a really good week. You, you know, be watching your mailboxes because I'm going to send you some, uh, some Washington swag. And, awesome. and you have an amazing time in D.C., Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. Looking forward to yeah. watching it on Instagram. Uh, I'll let you know how the first uh, several episodes, or several chapters of my novel turn out on the on the trip. Some with Perfect. all that free time I'm going to have. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this has been the sixth episode of the Erasable Podcast. We thank you for listening, and we ask you not to actually erase us from your podcast feed. <laughs> Until next time, adios. <laughs>